0: Good morning. This is Tom Dunlap with your Black Letter Monday Morning Minute podcast. Today, we're going to talk about H-1B visas. May not sound super exciting to you, but if you are an employer in the tech industry, particularly the high technology industry, like my brother in biotech, who is always seeking H-1B visas, then you know what these are. If you're not, I'll tell you what they are. The H-1B visa is a non-immigrant visa that allows companies in the US to employ foreign workers in specialty occupations that require highly technical or theoretical expertise. And I'll go into that more in a minute, but what's the big news? So the US State Department launched a pilot program that starts today, Monday, January 29, 2024, that opens up 4,000 application slots with a total of 20,000 slots over the next 5 weeks. So if you have H1B visa workers or are seeking them, take notice. This is the first time in 20 years That the US State Department has opened this up. So these H 1B visa renewals can now happen in the United States without H 1B workers having to return home. The idea behind this was to alleviate workload pressures on consular offices abroad. What used to be the case is if you were an H 1B worker and you worked for a company here in the US and your visa was expiring, you had to go home to renew it. So they've now changed that. That other policy was in place since 2004 as part of the post 9 11 security measures. But this pilot program, which is focusing on workers from India and Canada, will process renewals in six to eight weeks while the H-1B visas are here in the United States. If it's successful, they're likely to broaden it to family members and other visa categories. So that's all good news for workers. Now, if you're not an employer who uses a lot of H-1B workers, uh, maybe it's something to look into. Typically, it's in sectors where there just aren't enough PhDs or high-level technical people. Or another country happens to have a lot of high-level technical people like software development folks, or in the case of my brother's company, for example, biotech uh, PhDs. What is an H-1B visa? So first, it has to be a specialty occupation, something like what we just talked about. It has to require a bachelor's degree or higher to be in the occupation period. The employer is the one applying on behalf of the employee, and they have to prove a legitimate employer-employee relationship. So you can't use this just to bring people over. You actually have to hire them and pay them, and there are a whole bunch of requirements about what you have to pay them. You have to pay them at least, quote, the prevailing wage in the area of employment. And what this means, and we have some attorneys uh, from foreign countries, one from Korea, we have to pay those attorneys the prevailing wage of the area where they're employed. So if they're in Richmond, it's the Richmond metropolitan area. If it's Manhattan, it's the Manhattan metropolitan area, which you can imagine is more. There is a cap right now, an annual cap of 65000 with an additional 20000 for those who have master's degree or higher from a U.S. institution. So if your foreign attorney actually graduated from a U.S. law school, they get to be in that extra cap, which is pretty neat. It's a lottery system. So I know our my immigration partner, Gerald Lamel, who does a ton of these H-1B visas, he said to me, hey, your client won the lottery. And I know what that means. It means they got one of those much sought after H-1B visas. These are used not only in the tech industry and business, but academia seeking university lecturers or researchers also use them. So if you're interested in more information about an H-1B visa, of course, you can check out our website and there's more information there. And my partner, Gerald Lamel, is fantastic at doing this stuff. I hope it was an interesting Monday morning minute for you. And I hope you have a great week. Thanks for joining me.